This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you along for the ride on a Tuesday. Carrie Lockie alongside. Polo's here. Sam getting it done. Appreciate you taking the time. Lots going on. We're going to talk a lot about Iowa. Um, yesterday, when I had uh, Simon Conway on, the Iowa radio host, who's known nationally, too, we were making predictions. Hey, Carrie, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I said 51% for Trump. What did he end up getting? Uh, 51%. What? Shut up. Mm-hmm. Now, Simon said 49%. He has already ponied up and texted me to say he does owe me dinner. Oh, okay. So that's going to be nice. a good one. Very now, nice. Last time we had dinner, I bought it. It was at one of these talkers conventions. So uh, Trump wins, goes gangbusters, gets more than the left would like him to get. It sent Joy Reid and Rachel Maddow into a tizzy. And uh, Carrie, I could be wrong. I don't think I am. But DeSantis was second, right? He was, yes. Nikki Haley third? Yes. Can you explain to me why Nikki Haley said what she said last night? Uh, what did she say last night? Well, you know, I happen to have it queued up. Why don't mm. we play it? And again, the Iowa caucus, the first race out of the box, the first true test of who's in the lead, who's doing what. Now, Biden, on the Democrat side, they did not allow for anybody to run against him. So he, he's the winner. Um, but Trump, some people were saying 30-something percent he would underperform. 40% would be about what they expected. I said 51. He got 51. Um, 51%. Out of a field of four or five or six, I don't know who else got votes. I think Chrissy might have gotten a vote. Asa Hutchinson, I guess, was getting a vote. I don't know, but Vivek um, got a few. Yeah, Vivek got like six or eight percent, something like that. And um, for him to get fifty-one percent in a field that was not a solo field, that's amazing. That's a big, big number. So Nikki Haley, after getting third place, yeah, Carrie got it right, right? She's got third place. Yes. She came out and decided to say this. I can safely say, tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. <laughs> who's, who's in between? Hmm. Trump and DeSantis? I don't, I don't think that's what she meant to say. I understand. Is Why she would she saying, say that? And when I go to New Hampshire, it's going to be a race between me and Trump? Uh, yeah, she's, she's alleging that. The result in Iowa proved that it's going to be her and Trump. Well, how so? She's not talking about her and DeSantis. She's not talking about DeSantis and Trump. She thinks third place in Iowa makes it a two-person race. Now, Uh. I mean, if nothing else, I mean, it proves it's a three-person race because Vivek wisely got out last night. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm confused. I don't know what she meant. Does does anybody know what she she meant? She misspoke. I'm sure. I mean, I don't think she misspoke. I think she really means 
that um, <laughs> it's between her and Trump now. Did, did somebody tell her she got second place last night? Mm, I don't know why they would. Because that would be bad, right? And I mean, it wasn't somebody in her close. Campaign. Like DeSantis right. was 15.1 and she had, I don't know, 14.9 or something. No. I mean, I, again, I mean, I get it. You want to come out and feel like you've got momentum. I mean, Trump came out last night. He was nice to everybody. Did you see Trump last night? He's like, Vivek's great. Yeah. Nikki's a nice person. DeSantis is all right. You know, he, was, he was like, you know, I just slaughtered everybody. Let me be nice now. And she comes out, without a doubt, this proves it's a two-person race. I, I See, I just, Carrie, if nothing else, you know this about me. I want to be logical. Yeah. I just want it to make sense. I want my brain to go, oh, I get it. I hear where she's coming from. I cannot legitimately put together in my head why she said that. I, I don't know. Now, maybe, uh, I guess... If you're a big Nikki fan, you can say, well, what she meant was it's between her and DeSantis to take on Trump. Maybe, but she's smiling and giggling as if she proved something last night. And she proved that she is really good at third place. That's weird. I, I don't know what the strategy was behind that, behind saying that. Sam, help a daddy out. What do you think happened here? I think she's not counting Trump. <laughs> but how would that be possible? He's, he got 51%. I don't know. It seems that a lot of people are just kind of forgetting that he's still the the headliner, and they're just kind of pinning Nikki against DeSantis right now. It's kind of weird. I got to tell you, I love you like a daughter. Um, I I I think that she was talking about herself and Trump. Now, without a doubt, she's got momentum going into into New Hampshire because I don't think DeSantis has been in New, in New, New Hampshire very much at all. I think that she thinks she'll be second place. I want to say, yeah, the numbers that I think uh, I saw on Fox News today, she is pretty close with Trump at this point in New Hampshire. I mean... It has to have been what she's talking about. But she got third place. She's announcing that yes. after getting third. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm confused. I truly am. I just, I just don't get it. Um, DeSantis did fine. Vivek wisely jumps out, immediately endorses Donald Trump. Did you expect that? No, I didn't. I didn't think anybody was going to announce they were dropping out after Iowa. Maybe New Hampshire, I yeah. wasn't expecting him to drop out. I do not. Ex- I did not expect Vivek to drop out. I did expect they would make up because yesterday, as I read, he had the one thing from Trump over the weekend. Vivek thought he was cute and blah, 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 and he's playing games. Or who does he think he is? I thought he was a good guy. He's not. And the next one was a little bit lighter on him. I'm like, these two talked. Something happened here. Mm-hmm. A little bit lighter. He still was like, yeah, he shouldn't have played that cutesy game, but let's see what happens. And then, and then Vivek gets third, uh, fourth place last night. Six or eight, what do you get, 8%, something like that? Mm, I believe about 8%. So he, he calls Trump. I'm endorsing you full-throatedly. goes in front of all of his fans and his supporters. I'm supporting Trump. I'm going to do all I can to get Trump reelected. And now Trump is going to love the guy because that's the way it works out. Um, Trump sees it as a competition. He wants to beat you in the ring. Afterwards, you hug and, and you make up. That's politics. Now, have you said you don't go on the X? Nope. Some of the some of the crap on X, people just like going after each other's throats on the right. I'm like, stop it! What is wrong with you people? We had a good night. What are they upset guy, about? The they're like they're some idiot Trump supporters, and again, most of us are not idiots. I'm a Trump supporter. But some idiot Trump supporters are going after the DeSantis supporters and just lighten them up. Like, really just lighten them up. Uh And it doesn't make sense to me. Because after DeSantis drops out, and he will eventually drop out, they're going to have to support Trump. 
So why would you try to alienate them right now? I don't I don't think people understand how how elections work. Did they not see that Trump called Marco Rubio little Marco? And now Mar- little Marco is, is is endorsing Trump for election? Did did he not see, did they not see how they called he called Ted Cruz Lion Ted? And then Ted Cruz endorsed him for the election in 16 and will again now? I'm I'm confused by the, I mean Trump himself is doing the fight in the ring that when he gets out of the ring they're having dinner together. You know what I mean? I mean, why are people act? Any opinion on why people are acting so completely polarized in the same party? I, I don't know. Unless these are very conservative Republicans, they just don't like Trump. They don't think maybe they don't think up against Biden again, he can do it. No, but listen, I'm not questioning why they're they're rooting for somebody else. I'm fine with that, but I don't understand why they're going after the jugular. Like, like Tracy Beans is a, is a DeSantis person. She's got issues with Trump and Operation Warp Speed. I can respect that. I like Tracy Beans. She'll be on the show this week sometime. She'll do great reporting. She's a great journalist. I think she's a nice person. I don't have any hate for Tracy Beans because she's not pulling for my guy. Now, when Trump becomes the nominee, she's going to definitely vote for Trump. That's just the way it's going to be. So I don't understand why there would be any vitriol. There's none between she and I. I don't know. But there are some for her from some other Trump supporters online. I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't either. I, I don't play that game. I find it to be very strange. Support whoever you want to support. I mean, in the 16 election, what was it? 18 people running for the Republican nomination? Jeb Bush and Rand Paul and Ted Cruz and I mean uh, Donald it's Trump and just down the line it was it's a billion people and eventually it ended up being one person and if any of those people on stage really was and is a conservative or Republican they voted for and pushed for Donald Trump rightfully so that's what you do it just doesn't make any sense the whole thing's stupid but I I to me I cannot figure out what Nikki Haley's talking about I, I really because this honestly just sounds like she just didn't get the right numbers. <laughs> can safely say tonight Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. I mean, she's talking about the Republican primary. She can't be excluding Trump because he's the, the dominant leader. How can you exclude Trump? I don't know. <laughs> he got more than half the vote last night. And, and again, in New Hampshire, she's doing better. I think she thinks she can win South Carolina, which was the state that she was the, the governor in, but Trump is beating her there. So, I mean, maybe that's what she's talking about. But I, somebody wrote that speech before the final came in. It had to be, because it doesn't make any sense. Rachel Maddow freaked out last night. Joy Reid freaked out last night. We'll have those stories when we come back. I want your thoughts, your, your reflections on what happened last night in Iowa. And is this a done deal and, and a closed deal in your mind for Trump? And are you somebody who is looking at other candidates who's now realized it's going to be Trump? And has there been back and forth among you and your conservative friends? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
Great to have you. Appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. It is the Joe Pag Show for your, what is it, Tuesday, Carrie? It, it's weird it because there was an election Tuesday. on a Monday. Yeah. You know? It's Tuesday. So I thought it might be. But it might be a Wednesday. Uh, it is Tuesday. Let me remind you about Super Beats, a great supporter of this program. I love endorsing Super Beats. I've been using it for a long time. Super Beats had the powder you would mix up in your fruit juice or in some water or something like that. It worked very well. Uh, great support for your, your blood pressure and your entire circulatory system. And if you're getting healthy in 2024, you want to make sure that you get things off right. Why not try Super Beats Heart Chews? These are great. They taste like a, like some sort of a treat. Like you're going off your, your plan, but this is just really a great supplement that, again, supports a healthy lifestyle. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. And you want normal blood pressure. And you want a nice level of energy throughout your day, your work day, your play day, whatever you happen to be doing. You don't want to be tired and have those you know, highs from sugar and then the highs from caffeine and then hit those lows. You want a nice level uh, energy Throughout the day. So why not go check them out right now? They made a website just for you. Support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and a full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer at JoeLovesBeats.com. Do it right now. We go to the phone line, see what you think. We will bring you Rachel Maddow. In fact, I just see them ringing, Sam, so I'm going to wait before I take the phone calls. Let's give you some uh, some Rachel Maddow and some Joy Reid right now. Now, I've told this story before, and I talked about it last night uh, on my social media. Rachel Maddow and I did a pilot together at Headline News. They called it HLN. Do they, Carrie, they still call it HLN? Do you know? Uh, no idea. Don't watch. I, I, don't, I don't either. I don't watch it either. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch HLN. But I was in the CNN mix for a while when Glenn Beck did his show there. I would fill in for Glenn on, H, on Headline News. This is before 2010, like 2008 or nine. Something like that. They called Rachel Maddow in, who'd never done television before, and me, and I had done television before, and um, we did a pilot. We did like a week's worth of pilots, and I don't think it ever aired. I don't think any of it ever aired, and it was pretty good. It was sort of like a crossfire. She was on the left. I was on the right. I found her to be nice, personable, friendly, nothing wrong. In fact, when Glenn Beck left H- uh, HLN and went to Fox, she sent me a note saying, I hope HLN was smart enough to offer you the show which, of course, they weren't, and they didn't. I have not talked to Rachel Maddow in probably 13, 14 years. I don't know her that way anymore. We worked together for a week back in the day. I've always called her out when she did something I thought was dumb, like, we've got Trump's tax returns. Remember, Carrie, they, they had the whole big special. Oh, they beat Hannity goodness, that night. Oh, my goodness, Because they had his, had his tax returns. It was like and all it showed, vault. Right, yeah. all, all it showed was that he paid $36 million in taxes one year. And they were like, they look really what? stupid. Yeah. Because, right, it they were to be like, look, you didn't pay any taxes. $36 million in just taxes one year. So that didn't work out very well. And then with the COVID stuff, I called her out when she said that if you get the shot, COVID stops at you. It doesn't go past you. You can't get it. Nobody around you can get it. And of course, that was incorrect. Yeah. Dead wrong. Yeah. In fact, did you see that recently Fauci said, we don't really have science behind the six-foot rule. We just sort of made it up. I did hear something to that effect. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Come on, man. So, but I have not been like, Rachel Maddow sucks. What a stupid face. I mean, I have not been, you know, vitriolic about her because I, I like her personally from what I remember of her from 14 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was. So last night she comes out and does this whole thing. And I got to tell you, Carrie, I'm done. Put a fork in me. Mm-hmm. Just done. Yeah. 
Because this is this doesn't make any sense. Nobody on the left who keeps saying things like this has made any sense. She was called what was she calling him? Authoritative or something? An authoritarian? And then decided not to show the I've got her saying it on video that she's not gonna show Trump, but I know that you've got a story on this too, right? I do, yes. If you don't mind. Um, this is from Fox News MSNBC anchor Rachel Maddow explained to viewers Monday night why the network refused to air former President Trump's speech after his landslide win in the Iowa caucuses, saying the channel couldn't air lies. At this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses has just started giving his victory speech, Maddow said, without directly mentioning Trump by name. We will keep an eye on that as it happens. We will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. As she explained that MSNBC and other news outlets are interested in telling the truth. And the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there's a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remark by former President Trump, Maddow said. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision we relish. It's a decision that we regularly revisit. And honestly, earnestly, it's not an easy decision. Issued on to claim airing Trump's untrue statements live on television hurts MSNBC's brand. But there's a cost to us as a news organization, Maddow said, of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That's a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live. We will monitor them and let you know about any news that he makes. Okay, thank you. First of all, not a news organization at all. Not even close. It's not. And what she says there is a lie because I watched the Trump speech. First of all, it's the first primary or caucus of the year, of the season. You, of course, take the winner live. And if you think he's lying or says something wrong, you fact check him afterwards. There's no reason not to show him live, and it's my hope that everybody watching shut it off. Now, I'm going to play it for those who are watching and listening, because I want you to hear her say what Carrie just said she said, to hear the the faked, the feigned sincerity in what she's saying. I just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live. We will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he makes. Steph, I interrupt you. I was just- so there you go. So you've got, you've got a situation where they want to say they're a news organization and they're not. Rachel Maddow is a very, very smart, Ivy League-trained, educated person who knows she's lying. And she's lying to anybody who's dumb enough to watch that network. And what really bothers me is that, as she said throughout the night, that people are voting for authoritarianism, acting like Trump is an authoritarian. You know what authoritarian does, Carrie? They shut down the the candidate from having a forum on media. That's what they do. Mm, That's what somebody who's dictatorial or authoritarian They don't let the winner, who was chosen by more than 50% of those who voted last night, 
they chose to not let him be heard and seen on their little network as she pretended she was doing it to what protect the viewers and i'm how, not sure i understand yeah so i and i don't know is she a journalist no okay Absolutely because not. But she's saying, saying so now she she's deciding she uh, if, if he says anything noteworthy we'll let you know well what in your opinion is noteworthy maybe i want to listen to it and i want to decide Guess what? Journalists, and you're right, and this is what you're saying, journalists don't decide what is worthy and what isn't. They just right. they just report it. Right. That's it. Even if you hate what you're reporting, you still have to report it. And again, if you want to call him out afterwards and say he made this up, relied about that, do so after showing the live news event, or else you're not a news station, which, of course, they're not. And no, Even Jake Tapper, Rachel, yeah, Rachel Maddow is not Trump a journalist. Night. Keep it here. This is The Joe Pegg Show.